You're listening to a Rev FM production podcast. Welcome to Pastors Live, the show that discusses things of the Bible and current events for people who love to laugh. And now, the hosts who answer questions with more questions, it's Pastors Dave, Ty, Shane, and the other guy. Could you hear me good? Gotta love that. Yes, I can hear you again. We all heard you. (laughs) Hey, everybody. It's Thursday. It is January 18th of 2024. Wow. Uh, I know. We made it to another year. Uh, You know what? I really thought we'd have at least hoverboards and flying cars by now. I I did, too. Because, you know, that's what the movies told us. But you know what? You can't believe everything that's in the movies. And you also can't believe everything that's on the internet. But that's a conversation for another day. Uh, And while we're on the internet. So hold on a second. Let me back. No, I can't. You can't believe everything, but you can believe something. You sure can. Yeah, when you're talking about the Bible, you can can trust the Bible. And that's what we do around here. Uh, We've got a couple things coming up. Uh, We're looking forward to these uh, on January 28th, Sunday night at 6 o'clock. We're going to have a potluck because we're going to be breaking the fast from our week of uh, prayer and fasting. And so looking forward to that. Uh, And then, of course, uh, last night... We actually started Exodus because we had a snow day, <laughs> so did. so we're all we're we're, we're we're now off by a week, uh, you know, a chapter. But uh, yeah. yeah, we started Exodus last night. Of course, we're continuing our Exodus studies on Wednesdays, and we're in uh, the Book of Acts on Sundays. Uh, we, we invite you to come out and join us for all of our services here at Water Springs. Uh, seven o'clock on Wednesday, seven o'clock on Saturday, and then Sundays at nine and eleven. But next week is our week of prayer and fasting. So are you guys yes. bulking up for the week? Oh. Are you guys getting ready yeah. i was like yeah it's like i was like i'm eating pasta at every it's meal so like rolling. i'm just getting like, getting ready to go pasta. yeah fill you up well you know it's like yeah. we used to carve up before we go to the gym when i was <laughs> right. like you know when i was young we uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. we'd go to that the we'd go to the we'd go to the buffet the chinese buffet and we'd eat like nothing but rice and go to the gym uh that was so <laughs> stupid that probably cost me more than I, I, uh, I want to. I want to admit, but that's funny, uh, but though. we've got some wonderful guys in the studio today. We've uh, it's it's a small crew today, it is. Uh, but it's more than it's more than pastor life. It's pastor's life. <laughs> so uh, Dave is here today. Little is much when God is in it. That's so, right. You know, so yeah, oh, God bless so you guys. Right. So yep. right. And of course, I'm Ty, and then we've got Gary hey, Austin, the voice of the valley over hey, there. Pastors. Um, and so we appreciate you. So Gary, did you get did you get out and go skiing? Did uh, I did. Did you get? Yeah, with, did, yeah. You, did you go hunting powder or uh, did you hunting some powder? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's uh, it's been uh, pretty promising actually. So that's good. good so from people who, from people who are not from Idaho and uh, don't ski, what does it mean to chase powder? Uh, well, it, it means go find the the greatest, the untouched, the untouched. Yes. That's right. Yes. Yeah. So, so do you do you ski out of bounds? Um, I, I have. Um, it's been quite a few years. Okay, uh, you, since I have. Have you ever done? Ba- have you ever done backcountry skiing? I have. Oh, you're yeah. a brave man. Yeah. In oh, fact, okay. at Pebble, uh, d- before they were higher in their lift, uh, I hiked to the top and skied the backside. Oh, so yeah. all right, that's fun. So, Dave, have you? Do you? Do you? Have you ever skied? Are you no. a ski snowboarder? Are you no. a? Are you a no. sledder? No. No. Snowshoer. No. I'm I'm doing that this year, and I, I may regret it. It's, it's never made sense to me if God gave you every sign you needed to have to stay indoors and be warm. Why are you oh, outside? Here we go. Here and we go. yeah, it, it just it never made sense to me. I mean, I I, I, know. I, bought, I bought a pair of skis when I was a senior in high school, and thought it was really cool, and headed off to Big Bear and got up there. 
and thought, this is the dumbest thing I've ever thought of in my life. I'm going to slide down on two sticks and be cold and wet. Oh, covered in wax. Let's just talk. Two sticks covered, covered in wax. Well, that's the thing, yeah. So, yes. I mean, I like when I was younger and when I was a youth pastor, so when I was much younger, um, yeah, I liked to toboggan and, and, you know, tube and all that stuff for a couple hours. But then it was like, get to the lodge, get the hot cocoa, sit by a fire and be warm. Now, in California, you could do that in the morning and then go down to Huntington Beach and have a bonfire at night. And that's, there you go. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that true. was cool. Yeah, that was, that was always interesting is to go up to the snow and then down to the beach <laughs> that's in right. the same day. Same day. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so you're, you're going from all your powder gear to your bathing suit. In that's the same awesome. Day. So that was that, I have that, never but, experienced that. But I confess that, that yeah. I admire guys like Gary, um, you know, that go out and ski, and you guys have that. I think it's fantastic. I it's good that you do it, and I don't. Yeah, I, I'm <laughs> yeah, a, yeah that's I'm all right. A, I'm a snowboarder, so and it's been a while since I've been snowboarding. So I, you know, actually, it's been <laughs> decades actually now at this point. <laughs> uh, I had a I had a bad 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 wreck, and it tore up my shoulder, and so I haven't been back on it yet. Ooh. Uh, yeah, that's I think not a couple good. times uh, a couple times uh, we did that, but but no, hey, I hope you're enjoying the weather. It is winter did show up finally. I mean, we talked about this last time, but you know, it's uh-huh. winter showed up uh-huh. here. It's kind of that showed up with a vengeance though, because it showed up with the cold. That's not our norm that's uh, true yeah we don't mind yeah we'll have cool you know i mean below freezing but you know when we get in minus nine minus ten minus right 11, yeah that's well, and when fair. the wind chill is minus 30 that's yeah you lost me yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah i'm not having fun now and i you know you go out and you make calls and you visit with people and you do all that stuff and you know i cannot wait to get from the car to the house i love it but it, that walking up their driveway or across the parking lot if you're meeting them somewhere right yeah, i'm having fun yeah. no <laughs> sorry. no no, no. I, sorry. That, that's why i'm thankful for things like a drive through that you can go to at greenhouse coffee at 2299 Ooh. east 17th street um, how was that? Today's the day to do well it because uh, it's National Gourmet Coffee. Yeah, it is. there we go. See, yep. see, we actually—it's like we planned the segue. I know. It's like we actually planned it, but uh, no. So, Dave, you know, you're mm. you are a coffee connoisseur. Um, I am, but you're not a coffee I, I, snob. I, I, do. Um, I hope not. There yeah, is a difference. There yeah, is I a like difference that. between yeah. a connoisseur I, and a snob. Absolutely. Yeah, I, um, um, a so, good buddy of mine says, Dave, you have a trained palate, and and I like to think of it that way. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like cheap coffee and I, I I like a nice robust cup of coffee. Um and I want flavor. I want good flavor. Yeah. So, so I like yeah. for instance, I'm a Colombian guy. I'm not I don't like Sumatra. I'm I'm yeah, oh, just there it is. Okay. Okay. Yep. And I'm a I'm a medium roast guy. I don't like I don't like beans that are oily. Right. Same but you do like greasy. Sumatra. I do like Sumatra. You do. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. And so, I know that about you. And I, I actually have a uh uh, but I, you know, I grind my own beans. I, pr- yep. I push my own espresso and I'll make my done. own americanos. So um, yeah. that's every why morning, first thing in the morning, first, I make yep. I make one for Sylvia, uh, and then uh, which is a little girly because she has <laughs> she has to have her oat milk and you know a little cinnamon or something like that, and then I make myself a, a pretty robust. Um, Sometimes I'll just drink the espresso, but sometimes I'll add a little water, make it an americano. Yeah, but every morning, same thing. I'm with you. Yep, 
Yeah, and by the way, Very how much cool. how much water do you drink before you guys have your coffee in the morning? Yeah, I, I I'm going to disagree with you on that. So you you drink 32 ounces before you drink a cup of coffee. Yeah, uh, I have 32 ounces of water before really? I have coffee. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That, that's that's my, correct. I'm not. I'm not me. I'm not allowed to have my coffee until I have my water. I'll I, be I darn. Just, yeah. Yeah. See, I'd have to get up at four in the morning for that. I I, I same here. Yeah. 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 I'd have to get up. Oh too early. no, what, I, no. I, I get up at five thirty, go into the kitchen, and make. Sylvia's and then I make mine. Oh yeah, we got like I could finish this. I could finish this in just a couple minutes. So What's the I'm, purpose I'm of the water? Of Is that just to, to be healthy? Oh okay, healthy. Okay. Yes, just to be healthy. All right. Because I sometimes what happens if I start drinking my coffee, I forget to drink my water because I'm sipping on something. Oh yeah. And so yeah. I can I can go for a whole day drinking just coffee, forget about my water. That's understandable. And then yeah, I eat yeah, that. Yeah, so, so last time you were. Uh, we were having this conversation with the girls or something. Yeah, I don't know and what we were doing. So. I, I can't remember what it was, but Sylvia, Sylvia looked at me and she sort of whispered. She goes, "But isn't coffee made of water?" <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, it is. Well, that's, it it's, is. it's an important yeah, ingredient. It is. Sweetheart. It, it is. It's an important ingredient. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. And and that's that's fair. But so by the time I'm done with my first cup of coffee, I've had you know 42 ounces of water. So there you, go. you know, in, in all fairness. Uh, there you go. But it is good, and and I, and I appreciate coffee. So hey, listen, if you like good coffee, uh, I do appreciate uh, Greenhouse is fairly consistent. That's what I appreciate about yep. them, and the beans are really good. Yep. So hey, go down to Greenhouse Coffee, check them out, twenty two ninety nine East Seventeenth Street. But today we've got some readings going on. Oh, and, love them! And yeah. Uh, so Dave, of course we we come to speaking of water. Yeah, speaking of <laughs> <laughs> Matthew fourteen. <laughs> oh, I, I was I was I was thinking of fire. Uh, oh. Jen- this is 19, but uh, uh, can we get some earth and wind both, in both, here? So we get some, yeah. Ba, 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 ba. Hey! But uh, both water yeah. and fire are important for good coffee. Yeah, so what would you, yeah, exactly. You need you need both. <laughs> so Dave, you know, you were in Matthew 14. What were you thinking about? Well, you know, this, this whole business with Peter um, is just, it's amazing to me. Um, Peter catches an awful lot of flack. Um and you know, for me, I've always been amazed that the guy uh, got out of the boat. You know, there's uh-huh. a, there's at least eleven guys, maybe more, but there's at least eleven guys who never make their way out of the boat. And I wrote myself a note this morning in, in the in the margin of my Bible. Ooh, thank you, Raul Reese. <laughs> I need to write in the margarine of your in the margarines oh. of your Bibles. Uh, I put faith. Oh my gosh! Faith is leaving behind that in which you are confident. Your hands are off the prop, and I, I, I think that's so true. Peter is, you know. Here's the thing: you can stay safe and stay in the boat, you guys. Absolutely. Yes. Um, and that's that's safe, and and whatever ministry the Lord has given you. Um, you can play it safe, and that, that's fine. And, you know, God's entrusted you with some ministry, and you say, "Hey, I'm not going to get too weird. I'm not going to get too crazy, and and I'm not going to challenge myself too much." I mean, you know, it's an easy gig. That's nice, but man, when you say, "Look, I'm I'm going to leave that in which I am confident." And I am going to take my hands off and let Jesus put his hands on. So he says, watch this, uh, in verse 28, Lord, if if that is you, then bid me come unto you on the water. He didn't just say, let me come to you, like, hey, I can row the boat over toward you. <laughs> you know? No, yeah. I mean, that's, that's an important statement. Bid me come unto you on 
the water. That was Peter's idea, not Jesus's idea. Yeah. And um, Jesus looks at him and says, come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. I, I love that. You know, Peter says, Lord, let me walk where you're walking, even if it doesn't make sense. If everyone else in the boat, everybody else on my staff, everyone else in the ministry that I'm a part of says, that is nuts. Okay, but Jesus is out there. You guys are in here. I'd rather be, as much as I love you guys or I love you gals or whatever it is, I'd rather be walking where Jesus is, even if it's crazy, than sitting safely in the boat. So I love that. Well, and you know, if you think about, you know, they they used to do the the chair example of faith, right? Mm-hmm. You know, when you see a chair, you sit down in the chair. That's an act of faith. Um, and of course, uh, when I weighed over three hundred pounds, that was more of an act of faith than you could possibly <laughs> imagine. Um, however, because uh, I actually had a chair collapse at me at a restaurant um, many years ago, and and uh, it's when I thought, you know what, I need to probably start thinking about my health a little differently. But um, I, I think that it is important that we realize that believing God, even when it doesn't make sense um, to you or to people around you, um, faith is moving from the chair that you're in the, or the boat that you're in, like Dave was saying, the thing that you're comfortable with, the thing that you know. And if you think about yeah. Peter, Peter was a fisherman. There is not one place that he would have been more comfortable than in that boat on that water. I mean, 100%, right? That, that's, that's his he space. He knew that boat like the back of his hand. And he knew the water. That was his career. It was everything he did. And he got out of the water. Now, of course, we know what happened to Peter is he sank because he took his eyes off of Jesus You know, for that moment. He looked at the storm instead of looking at Jesus. But here's the thing, Dave, that I love what you're pointing out is that just like Abraham in Genesis 15, there you go. You know, he believed the Lord, and it was accounted to him for righteousness. righteousness. Yes. The the idea of believing God, and what's what's he believing about? You know, he's believing that there's going to be a fulfilled promise in his old age. So mm. he's believing God, even when it doesn't make sense. His body is broken. Sarah's body is broken, and God's like, "Hey, man, you're going to have a child," and he believed God. He actually believed God, and he got up and he got out of the boat. We need to live that same kind of faith, mm-hmm. but day by day, mm-hmm. getting out of the boat every day yeah. and say, Lord, I'm going to go where you go. Even if it's into a storm, I'm going to go with you. Yeah. And I, I love, there was an old song years ago, then um, the, kind of the hook of the chorus was um, that, you know, sometimes God calms the storm, and but sometimes he calms his child, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Because, you know, we all want the storm to go away. Right. Um, we want to stay comfy in the boat. And we want the storm to stop. But Peter, as much as he made mistakes, which I that's why I love Peter so much, is because he made mistakes. <laughs> yeah. But he was the only well, he was the only one that said, Lord, bid me to come to you to walk on the water. Right. I and he got right. out of the boat. You you no he was to me and, and you don't know, understand, we don't we won't know Peter until we know Peter when we get to heaven, <laughs> right, right? Right. But to me, it, it seems that Peter was a little bit bigger of a man than we could imagine. Right, yeah, yeah, Because sure. he was willing to speak his mind. Mm-hmm. He said, Lord, you're deaf? Far be that from you. And of course, that was the devil's voice. you know. And then, of course, the Lord just says, get behind me, Satan. Right, yeah. You're not mindful of the things, kingdom, things of the kingdom of heaven, but yeah. the things of men. And, and of course... Then we see him on the day of Pentecost, mm-hmm. right? Filled with the Holy Spirit, bringing the message. 
And and, and we mean bringing it. Bringing it <laughs> after after he denied the Lord and yeah. was restored by the Lord. Yeah. I, I think Peter's life is one that we probably <laughs> need to spend me. a little bit more time looking at instead of criticizing. Oh, 100%. Because I, I, 100%. I do think Peter gets a bad rap. I mean, and uh, let's face know. it, the, the guy's life motto was ready, fire, aim. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, he, well, the ready, guy had slice, a foot, ready, slice, aim. Yeah, right. Yeah, like, he yeah. Had, you know, the, the guy yeah. had a foot-shaped mouth, and that's why we love him, because he's us, right? I'm, yeah. I'm Peter. Peter's me. But I, I love this because, as you point out, um, he did. He said, Lord, if it's you, then bid me come to you walking on the water. I mean, it's his idea. And, but he waits until Jesus says, okay, come on, Pete. Yeah, he you didn't know? He didn't jump out he of the water. Jump out of the, didn't jump out of the boat and, and start, you know, I can do this. Lord, if that's really you, <laughs> I want, this is what I want to do. Okay, Lord, so, no. okay, Pete, okay so just for a fun conversation, this is just this is just us and the listeners. So it's just a yeah, small no, group of us. We won't pass this around. Yeah, we won't pass this around. Here's a thought. So after the resurrection, they decide they're going to go fishing again. And they're fishing and Jesus shows up and says, hey, you know, guys, have you caught anything? And of course, when Peter recognizes it's the Lord, he puts on his coat. Yeah. And then it says he jumps into the water. Yeah. I, I often wonder if at that moment he was thinking he was going to run across that right. water to Jesus. Right. No, I'm just I, being real. I just because he put his coat on well, yeah. before he got in the water. I'm wondering if, like, hey, that's the Who Lord. That? And I was like, what was that? Yeah, nobody does that. You take your coat, coat off, off if you're before you get in the, the water because you know you don't want to sink. That's right. Could you imagine? Could you imagine Peter's heart at that moment when he hits the water? And well, he's all, shoot. Yeah, so, <laughs> he's all wet. I mean, because because I would think I would think, and I, I, I tear up when I think about it. Could you imagine? the 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 joy of seeing Jesus yeah, for right. Peter, right? Because he, he just he went through so much, and Peter was there on the Mount of Transfiguration, and, and I, of course Peter was the one saying, "Oh, this is really awesome! Hey, let's make three uh, let's make three tents, right? Right? right. Kind of saying, hey, yeah. let's let's settle this thing right now. One for you, one for Moses, one for Elijah, and then of course." The, the the Lord's like, yeah, no, we're not going to do that. Well, yeah, because you know, that's so, when the Father says, "This is my Son. Hear ye Him." him. In other is words, Pete, right, <laughs> Peter, you're talking. Right. This is what you're doing. This is what I want you to do. You right, know? and that's Peter, it, it, stop talking. Yeah, Peter, stop talking. And that's what you know. It's interesting because we, you know, Dave, we that, that conversation of who wrote Hebrews is really, mm-hmm. really interesting. And I, I. I'm determined that the Lord wrote Hebrews because all scriptures God breathes, so I'm I'm good yeah. and I can settle Fair on enough, that. Right? Yeah. But one of the arguments uh, that I've heard is that well maybe it was Peter or a student of Peter because how it starts, you know, God in various times in different ways spoke in right. times past by the prophets, but in these last days has spoken to us by His Son, right? right. The, the Lord Jesus, right? So you you start thinking, yeah, you can almost you can almost sense after that maybe that's kind of how Peter started every. <laughs> Conversation after the mm. Mount of Transfiguration, but you know Peter made mistakes. Yeah, but he walked on water. Yeah, and 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 yeah, and, and, and I know you want to get to Genesis fifteen yeah. real quick. Oh but, no, it's okay. Um, we can get to it later. But um, next year two he years didn't hesitate now. to pray. Yes, he went down, but what does he do immediately? Lord, save me. I mean, he doesn't hesitate. And oh I, yeah, I love that about Peter. You know, it's like yeah, he was pretty impetuous, right? Yeah. But he does ask, Lord, then you you allow me to come to you. You bid me come. And the Lord, okay, Pete, come on. 
And he gets out, and when he looks at the storm, he starts to go down. But what does he do? He knows where to go when he's in trouble. He immediately, Lord, save me. And I just think that's so important. Again, another principle for me to remember, I'm going to make mistakes. In fact, I'm pretty good at making mistakes. I'm a, I'm a great success at failing. And um, Peter is a great example of, hey, when that begins to happen, just cry out to the Lord immediately. And he's not going to go, no, you took your eyes off me. You can sink, you stupid sailorman or you know fisherman or whatever. And the Lord just reaches out to him and says, oh, Pete, you know, where's your faith, man? What, what does he say to him? He says, uh, uh, oh, you have little faith. Why did you doubt? <laughs> that's, you know, well, I love that about the Lord. Well, and I, I, you know, you go to the end of John, right? And it's the restoration of Peter. Right. And this, this beautiful conversation between the Lord and Peter. And Peter is charged by the Lord three times, feed my sheep, feed my lambs, tend to my sheep, do do what I've called you to do. And all in that, in this just brokenness, there finally came a point in time, and there comes a point in time for all of us that there's some, we need to have some brokenness. But don't think for one moment that Peter was just broken the one time when he denied the Lord. Let's, let's, let's think about it for a minute. He was rebuked on the mountain. Mm-hmm. He was rebuked at the base of the mountain, because it was also in Caesarea Philippi that you know, he was, he, you know, get behind me, Satan. He he failed in the water, so in the middle of the storm. Um, he was also rebuked by, in another storm, by with all the other disciples of the times that, mm-hmm. when, like, you know, when he calmed the storm, he, he looked at all the disciples and said, where's your faith, guys? Yeah. I told you we were going I over. I told you we were going over, right? <laughs> so so don't think for one moment that, that Peter's failure, singular, was... Um, just when he denied the Lord three times. Though those three things add to slicing at Malchus, right? But with his zeal, Lord, I'll 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 die with you. But no, you're gonna deny So all these things, his presumption, his his speaking out of turn, his doing all these things. There are so many things that we can say, look, Peter made all these mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. And the Lord restored him. So let's let's bring that around for us. It's not one mistake. It's all our mistakes are under the blood of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Every mistake we make is under the yeah. blood of Jesus Christ. And so Jesus cleanses us from all sin. He loves us. And, he, and you know what? God loves you. And you know, as we close up today, listen, if, if you're struggling right now and you feel like you've just made so many mistakes that God doesn't love you, look, if you feel like you're drowning, just call out to Jesus yeah. like Dave said, Lord, save me. Lord, save and you me. know what? Whoever calls upon the name of the Lord, Romans tells us, shall not be cast out, shall not be mm-hmm. thrown away. And so call to Jesus today. Hey, you are loved. You are family. God bless you. We'll talk to you tomorrow. You've reached the end of another episode of Pastors Live, a Rev FM production podcast. Thank you for listening. Submit your questions and comments by email to pastorslive at therev.fm. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review from your favorite podcast listening platform. Subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or Amazon so you don't miss the next episode drop.